Greetings and salutations, you kinky fucks. Welcome back for episode 116 of Kinks with Kiki. S&M, aka Song and Mood of this week is going to be Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat. I let all that get to my head. I don't care, I paint the town red. Bitch, I said what I said. All right, so I chose that song because mood, you know, bitch, I said what I said. Like, I'm not, you didn't hear me incorrectly. I didn't stutter. I didn't hesitate. I said exactly what I said. And what I said is law. So mood, because in my life currently, listen, I said what I said and if you don't understand why that is what it is then I don't know what else to tell you because I'm not I'm not doing it you're not getting into my head I let the shit get into my head and now it's not so I said what I said hell I'll even paint the town red fuck it we ball but bitch I said what I said and I'm going to stick to what I said point blank and period so song and mood of this week is going to be paint the town red by Doja Cat love that song first and foremost um I am a Doja Cat fan I there's some weird transitions going on in her life and I don't know if it's because of the fame and her just being utterly over fans and people in general but you know the girl makes good music like I'm not gonna that's one thing I'm never going to say like Doja Cat music whack like you're never honestly we're gonna keep it a stack you're never going to hear that in the same sentence ever for most people Doja Cat makes great music like I know she had a, a like a tangent on some stuff about like her previous music and you liking it and you being weird but like girl you put it out like I don't know what to tell you there we're gonna like what you put out because the music was actually good like I love rules was one of my favorite songs if not my favorite song by Doja Cat um she was, you know, she went mainstream. I did like, ooh, Streets was lit though. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to lie about Streets. But I was a fan. You know, the girl was girling. Like, Planet Her, I'm sorry. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal album. Uh, Need to Know was great. Like, I have a lot. But, you know, I have literally been rocking with Doja since Bitch, I'm a Cow. One of my episodes going back to literally 2018 where I had a whole episode named Bitch I'm a Cow and I talked about I want to say Pet Play I can't remember it was five almost six years ago at this point but like your girl been rocking with Oja so you know that's why she's my S&M like I feel that whole little line with my whole heart bitch I said what I said you know so I'm just gonna leave that right there this is gonna be a quick episode guys Let's start with Weekly with Kiki. Oh, excuse me. Had to. Yo, something's always getting in my eye. I don't know if people who wear glasses be having these issues, but if it's not like a lash, it's like something from outside because New York is disgusting, but something's always in my fucking eye. 
So Weekly with Kiki, there has been nothing going on in my life of excitement for the last two weeks since I did my last episode other than work. Um, I know I posted the episode last um, around 9-11. So of course, living in New York and a person who actually was alive and very remembers it vividly Woo, child. Okay. Yes. So we're going to skip over that. Uh, I have been working, trying to enjoy these last few days of summer. As you guys hear this, it will officially be fall. More importantly, it will be the week of my birthday. I am so hyped. My birthday is next Sunday by the time you guys hear this. And it's gonna be a celebration. It's Kiki Palooza, you know. I'm gonna do simple things and fun things like I do every year. I'm gonna do dinner with friends. I'm gonna do a museum. I think I'm gonna make the museum thing, especially living in New York. I think I'm gonna make the museum thing like a tradition on my birthday and just go. So like last year, I went to uh, the Museum of Natural History, the big one, like the Night at the Museum big one, had a ball. I feel like me and Lori went there high. I am a nerd, according to some people. I don't believe it, but whatever. And I love like nature. I love history. I love science. Like those are my two girls, like history and science, baby. I can do without English and math, you know. I don't need to write anything. I I do, but I don't, it's not something that popped for me. You know, some people love math. Some people love English. I am a science and history girl. So you have mixed two of my favorite things in this one museum. Museum is huge. It took us a few hours and we got to see every exhibit. It was a good time. This year, I am going to a museum, but more so not so like on the traditional side of museums. You guys know, um, New York has every museum you can think of. There's like the Transit Museum, Museum of Ice Cream. There's Museum of Illusion. There's interactive museums. And then, of course, there are like the traditional, like the histories, the sciences, space, air. So your girl might just make that a thing living in New York. I don't know if New York is forever or if New York is only for the next couple of years. We shall see. Stay tuned. But I look forward to having fun. My birthday weekend, your girl will be 36 years old. I cannot wait. It's going to be a great, great time. And yeah, that's literally what's looking like how my weeks are going to be because one, I am not a fall and winter girl. I am just not like it is not my thing. I'm not that big of a fan and you know, like this is my hibernation season, honestly. But yeah, this I I'm in I'm in house. I'm inside from October to like April. So it's time to work on my life and it's time to focus on all the things I don't focus on during the summer because I am outside trying to enjoy sunlight and fresh air I'm you know I'm preparing so my weeks are about to get real quiet unless something different happens in my life which you never know because we haven't even gotten to the end of 23 yet 2023 yet but anyway 
Let me jump into this episode because I feel like I have been talking long enough. This week's going to be very short because I found a kink that I wanted to talk about. I'm sorry, I found a fetish that I would like to talk about and it's a quick one because like a lot of fetishes that aren't really all that common there isn't a lot of information on them but I found this phenomenal dictionary that probably has thousands of fetishes and kinks so your girl if she keeps it going will have a lot of content for a while this week we are going to talk about the fetish agalmatophilia. I hope I said that correctly. I'm going to say agalmatophilia. And this is a type of fetish where individuals have a sexual arousal for statues, mannequins, dolls, or human-like statues, mannequins, or dolls. So this fetish comes from the Greek words agalma, which is statue in Greek, and of course, philia, which is to love in Greek. So apparently this fetish is connected to Pygmalionism. And for those who don't know, Pygmalion was a mythical Greek sculpture, sorry, sculpture, sculptor, who fell in love with the statue that he carved and he is noted as one of the first agalmatophile. I hope I'm saying that word right. You guys know, woo, these words, y'all. I be in the ring with these words and they be whooping my ass. So y'all gotta bear with me. But he is noted to be the first agalmatophile. Hope I said that correctly. Agalmatophilia is also associated or referred to as doll fetish, statuephilia, and can actually be um, a manifestation of robot fetishism, which is having the attraction to a robot partner or turning oneself into a robot. These individuals typically are known as technosexuals, learn something new every day, people, and they fall under the category of, agal- I'm going to say it right, agalmatophilia. Woo! All right. So I looked up doll fetish and like statue files and I looked up like this particular fetish, not a lot of information on it, probably because it's not really one of the common fetishes that are out there. But like dollification is a sexual fetish where you or your partner can be transformed into a doll, whether that be by makeup and mannerisms or whether it be on extreme cases, uh, like plastic surgery. So when I think of that, there is... I don't know who the model is or if she's a model, but there is a woman who has had plastic surgery to literally look like a real life Barbie. So when I think of that type of, you know, extreme, I think of dollification. Like she wanted to be as doll-like as much as possible. But for dollification, typically the partner who is the doll-like partner of the duo, trio, how many other people are in your circle or your space. 
they're typically more on the submissive side of things and they enjoy being toyed with while the dominant individual also enjoys having that type of control and that power over the person who is portraying the doll-like figure. Agalimatophiles are typically drawn to dolls. They're drawn to mannequins and statues. Um, however, that's not always the case, but it is something that's very common in this particular fetish. And more times than not, uh, it runs more so that men are more agalimatophiles than females are. As breaking down the psychology of this fetish and the whys and questioning everything, it isn't necessarily scientifically understood why this fetish exists. Although some psychologists, psychiatrists believe that this particular fetish can be linked to a person's desire for dominance and control. Like these particular, uh, these particular fetishers may like the idea of having control over an inanimate object or a person who is unable to move. So when I think of that, I'm like, could that be like an extreme form of bondage? Are we thinking like a mummification? And I know one thing does not mean the other, but I am curious in regards to how this fetish is played out and if the person plays stiff-like. I have so many questions. I Like I said, I didn't find a lot of information about this kink and that really, really, really sucks because I would love to give as much information as I can, but unfortunately, you guys know how it is. If it's not something that's commercial, commercial, commercially known, or commercially popular, it's not a lot of information on it. Like I promise you, you can find everything under the sun about foot fetishes because it's probably one of the most famous fetishes out there. You could find a lot on bondage and clearly BDSM, but when it comes to these very niche and very uncommon kinks and fetishes, there isn't a lot of information. So it makes it difficult to report information or like post about information when you want to give as much genuine info as you can for people who are trying to either educate themselves or like I said in the past plenty of times people who may have these fetishes so I try but whew, it's hard y'all and like I said this episode is going to be extremely quick so I am on the last topic and apparently there are two types of agalmatophilia and that is partial agalmatophilia and full body agalmatophilia. So partial is, it can involve the sexual attraction or arousal to a specific body part, hands, feet, instead of the entire statue or mannequin or doll-like figure it could be like oh I'm attracted to the way the hands are out like remember Barbie didn't even have toes yo like <laughs> I like to the girls who remember Barbie did not have toes like Barbie just had like a little slanted arched ironically arched mm, makes me question Barbie creators did they have foot fetish anyway 
has going down, you know, deep, dark holes. But like Barbie ain't had no toes, yo. Barbie had fingers. So like, are you, how her hands stuck out or how a mannequin or a statue's hands are placed or stuck out? Partial agomatophilia is when you're attracted to a specific body part, not necessarily the entire like figure. Full body agomatophilia is when you are completely attracted or aroused by the entire statue or mannequin or doll or doll-like figure. So that includes face, body parts, hands, legs, feet, everything. Super quickie episode. I feel like I haven't done like a quickie kink since my Patreon days. And to those who have been rocking with me since 2018, I, you know, I was really on the Patreon wave before Patreon became like as big as it is now. Shout out to Josh who asked me um, if I was even aware that Patreon existed when I started the podcast, which I was not. And he was the one who put me on to it and was like, yo, you should get on Patreon. And what I did was I would do these quickie kink episodes and that's what I called it. And they were like 30 minutes or less, 15 minutes or less. And it was literally just a quick episode on something like now, like a fetish or a kink that I couldn't find a lot of information to deep dive and do research and write my notes on. So I would just give you like a quickie kink. Hey guys, probably don't know that this exists, but to those who do, X, Y, and Z. That's what this episode feels like. I do not have a Patreon. Patreon, let me tell you, I'm gonna be completely transparent about this. Patreon tired me out, baby. I was tired. This is at the time where I was doing episodes once a week I was also doing Patreon episodes. I was giving you, in a four or five week month, I was giving you like eight episodes. Like I would add things to the Patreon. I had audio, like audio porn. (laughs) I had like some of the audios. Josh like gave me the idea of like, hey, you talk about these kinks. Why don't you like act it out or not necessarily acted out, but demonstrated via whatever, and then put that on Patreon. Your girl was tired. And yes, there are a lot of kinks that do exist in the world, but you'd be really surprised how fast you can run through kinks and fetishes when you do it every week for years on end. This is why I'm literally at like a hundred and like what, 15, 16 episodes because it's a lot. And I knew this and I just, I, if this was solely my career and I had more time to invest into it, the Patreon would exist. All of that would exist. I say all that to say this episode is coming to a close and it reminds me so much of my quickie kink Patreon days. Maybe I'll bring Patreon back. I only do an episode twice a month now that gives me a little bit of wing, like wing time, wiggle room to possibly do some things on Patreon. Maybe I said I wanted to start doing video, but people be weird. So I'm thinking maybe bringing video episodes to a Patreon where you guys would have to subscribe each month to get 
actual video of me talking about whatever I'm discussing for that particular topic. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, this reminds me of the quickie kinks when I used to give you guys a kink that wasn't so common. It was quick. It was straight to the point. It was precise. And then I was out that bitch. And with that, I will say, follow me on Instagram at Kings with Kiki Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter. I don't be doing shit on Twitter. I just be tweeting, yo. Uh, at Kinks with Kiki. Email me if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions at kinkswithkiki at gmail.com. And as always, I am your dose of black girl in this kinky ass world. And until next time, beautiful people, as I hit 20 minutes, peace.